When we talk about McDonald's combo meals, we talk about savory meat, golden fries, and your favorite drink. Now, the combo meals just got crispy, juicy, and tender with the new crispy chicken sandwich combo. And you have to try it. Get a classic or spicy crispy chicken sandwich with medium fries and a medium soft drink like Sprite for only six bucks. Promotion pricing may be lower than meal pricing, cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. It's so interesting when we look at the scriptures and look at the lives of the saints alongside the scriptures. Today we have the example of Saint Elizabeth of Hungary. Uh, Elizabeth was a young girl when she was uh, prepared and betrothed to another gentleman, Ludwig, and they got married relatively young. She died at 24. So in her time as princess, she took her life as a Christian very seriously. And it's funny because if you read these scriptures today, it's almost like Elizabeth followed these scriptures very clearly. There's one story I like the best about St. Elizabeth of Hungary, and you often see her sometimes with bread, sometimes with roses. When she became queen, she devoted her life to her family and also to those outside the, the palace, outside the castle, those who were poor especially. She took a great deal of compassion to the poor. She started hospitals, she started, started orphanage, is, uh, she gave to the poor on a regular basis. One day, see people, people get, my grandmother used to say, jealousy mangiloki, jealousy eats people's eyes out. So people got jealous of her goodness and her taking care of the poor. And one day she had prepared a great deal of gifts to bring to the poor, mostly bread. And when she was leaving the castle, one of her nemesis thought she was stealing from the king. So he reported her. So the guards stopped her and the king was there and said, you know, are you stealing from the castle? And she opened up her, her coat and roses fell out. Everything she had taken from inside to bring to the poor, including bread, had turned to roses. Of course, that made everybody feel silly. And she continued her ministry and brought bread to the poor. Now, you and I think of bread, you, you, there's like Italian bread, there's babka, there's, there's um, what we used to call the Medigana bread, soft bread. Um, we have it in abundance, but the poor don't have it in abundance. And then in her time to receive a gift like that and bring it to the poor was a big deal. I mean, basic, basic, basic needs were being experienced by the poor in her, in her country. Today I heard a report that there are hundreds of cars online outside Giants Stadium in New Jersey, lined up for food, for food that they will bring to their homes for the next few weeks. Same thing happens here in New York. There are places in the city, 
Right now, next to us, the church is, is preparing food from City Harvest to give to the poor. People are lined up in different places and different churches and charities throughout the city looking for poor, excuse me, looking for food to bring to their families. I hope they'll get more than bread. Yes, they will, of course. But the poor is still, are still with us. And we are comfortable, I think, in our particular area. But there are poor people right next door to us. Taking a sign from Elizabeth, we have to think of one another. Think of that person who has less than you. Think of that person who is hungry when he doesn't want to be hungry. And I say that because like some of us go on a hunger fast for dietary reasons, for vanity. If I'm hungry, it's only because I, I don't want to eat because I'm getting a little porky. But that's a choice that the poor don't have. They're hungry, and they're hungry because their cupboards are bare. So we need to support the system that does feed the poor. I, and you know my philosophy, I don't advocate to go on the streets and give, give food away just like that arbitrarily to people in the streets and homeless people, although it breaks my heart to pass them up. I'd rather give them a gift certificate to a food store than money, and definitely not food, because it's, well, and today it's not sanitary for us to pass food from our homes to somebody else's homes. But if you know who cooked the food and who's preparing the food and where it's going, we can do that. If that's the best way to feed the hungry, we can literally do it that way. Another way is through supporting the charities, Catholic charities, food harvest, and so on, that feed the poor. And Jesus makes that very clear in the Holy Scriptures, and, and John's motivation is love. And Jesus tells us, just, just treat one another the way you want to be treated. Now, it sounds simple. That goes back into the Old Testament. It sounds very simple. But if I were hungry out of necessity because my cupboards were bare, I'd know what that meant to feed the hungry if someone brought food to me or invited me to eat with them. We'll hear a lot of that in the next few weeks as we go closer to Thanksgiving. We'll see shelters and welcoming extra people into their tables and giving them food and turkey and all that. But you know, they're hungry the day before Thanksgiving and they'll be hungry the day after Thanksgiving. That one day is a shot in the arm, maybe to bring them closer together in this COVID environment at a distance, I know. But still, it goes on beyond the 24 hours of Thanksgiving Day, the 24 hours of Christmas Day. The poor are always with us, Jesus told us. So it's almost like a challenge constantly to live John's words, to love one another. He's in a direction today of loving your enemies. I'm not going to call the poor our enemies. There are, in some ways, they are our key to heaven as we feed the poor and take care of them and see Jesus' life in them and we feed them, that's our way to heaven because the scriptures tell us we have to love indeed, not just words. Can't be 
talk pretty words about the poor or love of the, the homeless or love of the, of the enemy. No, no, we have to do something about it. Every one of us, we can do it as a community of the parish, we can do it as a family, we can do it as a neighborhood, and the list goes on. It's a mystery. Why in his name did he ever think that we could know him, I'm talking about God, through the simple action of love, I don't know. But it works. When we love one another, when we express love in action and word, we're communicating with God. And John makes it very clear. You can't dislike or hate someone and say you love God. It doesn't work. Isn't that ironic? That God, the creator of all things, wants us to love one another as a way of unifying ourselves to him and to each other? It's rather beautiful. As we are on the, the cusp of Thanksgiving and all the symbolism that that represents, let's think of the poor today. Let's think of those who are suffering with the COVID virus. And I got noticed this morning that two of my cousins in South Jersey, middle age, one is retired, so maybe he's beyond middle age. So if Jamie heard me, heard me say that, he'd probably be insulted. I think he's younger than me, but I always say he's older. <laughs> but Jamie and, and, and Dawn both came down with COVID and their grandson has COVID. So it, it hit home, it hits all our homes. So as we feed one another with, with food, we need to feed one another with prayer. We need to feed one another with positive thoughts for our healthcare providers, for the, the companies that are creating the vac vaccine, for our, our religious leaders and our political leaders. We come to God's house to say thank you to God because he gives us nourishment in the body and blood of his son. What better way to say thank you to God than leaving here and loving one another? You know a spot, but not just a spot, the spot. Actually, with the all-new Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots? Being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your Frontier in the all-new 2022 Nissan Frontier. With standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-foot of torque. Your favorite things feel made for you. Your education should too. University of Maryland Global Campus, formerly University of Maryland University College, was made to serve the military and working adults like you. Today, we continue that tradition by offering frequent start dates so you can get started with convenient online learning that fits your schedule, by recognizing your accomplishments with credits you can earn for what you know, by providing no-cost online resources replacing most textbooks because a college education can fit your budget too. And with no SAT or GRE required for most programs. University of Maryland Global Campus. Made for you. Last year, we awarded more than $15 million in scholarships to qualified students, including community college students, service members, veterans, and working adults just like you. 
Discover how we can make your education and your goals for the future a reality. Visit us at umgc.edu. That's umgc.edu. Certified to operate in Virginia by Chev.